This is a Demon FM podcast. You are listening to Geek Speak, the podcast where we talk all things geeky and nerd is the word. With me, your host, Reese. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Geek Speak. Um, Forgive me today, I'm feeling a bit under the weather. I've got a bit of a sore throat, but I had to come in because we're talking about one of quite possibly one of my favorite things today. Today, we're going to be talking about Pokemon, and joining me for this is the oh so wonderful Amir. Hello, Amir. Hello, Reese. How are you? I'm really good today, thank you. Yeah, you've been doing all right? Yeah, I've been very busy. Yes. I'm really well, thank you. Good, I'm glad to hear it. Now, we are both quite the poker nerds, from what I can gather. And obviously, at the time of recording this, we are two weeks away from the release of Shield and Sword. And I'm so hyped. Uh, Well, do you know what? Every time a new Pokemon game comes out, I'm like, nope, I'm too old for it now. Can't be doing it now. But I still end up buying it. Well, that's the thing. Everyone does end up buying it. When I went for Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee last year. Yes, I bought it on release day, and there were a lot of older people. There were a lot more people that were older than me. Okay, I don't think it's anything that it's not something that you can just shrug off, especially if you're a child of the '90s and you grew up with it, like myself. Because I've been playing them since I was like five years old, and yes, the series is quite like light-hearted and about friendship and cute, wonderful little creatures. But still, I, as I say, I always find myself going back to it and now I do it shamelessly I don't care anymore I'll no, just play it now that's fine to be honest like <laughs> I, I I just will buy every single new Pokemon installment in the series basically so yeah uh, so given that the games are so close to coming out which of the shield and sword starters do you think you're going to pick uh, score bunny. You're a score bunny. Your oh. team score bunny, are you? Yeah. No, I got. I had to I had to go with score bunny. I went to the Pokemon Center a few weeks ago, and actually, yes, you did. Yeah, I went to the Pokemon Center, and I actually got a score bunny mug. I think I remember you showing me a picture of that. Actually, yeah. Yes. Uh, I would have loved to have gone, but it was affording it. But yeah, how how was the Pokemon Center? It was really good. It was very busy there. The lines were yes. very long, so I had to wait for like around eight hours. Really? What did you do in all that time? I was just, I think we were just getting to know people in the line, had my Nintendo Switch. Basically. I was playing on it and then um, watching the rugby. It was um, It was England versus New Zealand. Likely. It's one of those two matches. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, but yes, and then I remember you showing me the video, but by the time you went, the store had almost been picked clean from the looks of it. Yes. There wasn't much left. It was people, it was just empty by the time I got in. When I got in, it was like um, barely anything. Yeah. All the plushies, almost every single plushie was gone. All the po- all the Pokemon Center London merch was, was almost gone, yeah. except for the a cap, which I managed to get. Oh yes, I remember you showing me a picture of that as well. So there were bits that you were managed, you did still manage to grab then before they um yeah. left the shelf. Okay, so your team's score, Bunny. Um, what about you? What team are you? Uh, to be honest, I don't really have one. I'm going to wait and see what their final evolutions are like. Because I'm one of those players that keeps their starter Pokemon with them throughout the whole journey. 
yeah. as like my main party member. I think they've done a good job of not releasing any information about any evolution stuff. I was going to say, cause last with Sun and Moon's ones, no, it wasn't even then, it was X and Y, wasn't it? Where they were leaked beforehand. Um, yeah. No, it, I think it was for Sun no, and Moon Sun and Moon, well. were, yeah, Sun yeah, and Moon yeah. were leaked beforehand because mm. they had a whole data mine with all these review copies and everything. Yes. But there's barely, there's barely been any information, even as even if it's two weeks away. We don't know what the story is all about, what this is all going to entail, and there's like we don't know barely any more gym leaders than the four that we know so far. It, yeah, to be honest, I'm quite okay with that because it's all going to be like such a massive surprise. Yeah. Um. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But yeah, depending on what the final evolutions are and how well it can fit into like the team that I have planned for Shield and Sword, I'll, I'll just wait and see. Uh, come release day, by then the information will probably be out there about what their final evolutions are and what type they are. And as I say, with the team that I've currently got planned for Shield and Sword, I'll see which one fits in best to that team. Yeah, I've got the double pack, so I probably will go either Scorbunny in one of my games yeah. and then I'll get another starter. Who are you, who, okay, so which one are you going to leave out? Are you going to leave out Grookey or Sobble? That is a hard one. I haven't come to that decision yet. I'm gonna. I might be leaving out Grookey. I don't know. It might be. I might go with Scobble next. Yeah, because I mean, like the predictions are. That, I mean, there's hundreds of them out there. But everyone's like Grookey's gonna be like either a jewel, grass, and rock fighting in dark were the three main ones. I think for Scorbunny, people are like. Or maybe fire and electric, or God forbid, fire and fighting again. Um, <laughs> I really doubt they'd do fire and fighting again. I hope not. We had three in a row, and that was enough. You know what I mean? I mean, what they they did a good job of changing it to fire and um, oh, I love fire and Del dark. Fox, fire and psychic, and then yeah, fire and dark with Incineroar. Loved that fire and fire and psychic with Fat Del Fox was really good as well. I love the design of that, but I like that see, kind. See anyway. what I think, and I, I don't know. This is very is way out there. I think it's fire ground. But it's way out there. You. Oh, I mean, technically, rabbits burrow and everything. That's yeah, entirely that was possible. why. That was why I was thinking fire ground. Okay, th- I've not thought of that. Sobble. Uh, people for sobble. I think the prediction is like either water and ghost, or water and psychic, or water and dragon. Water and dragon. That look. That looks possible. That looks. That, possible. that looks possible. I don't know about water ghost. That. I mean, that's based purely on, like, the sobbing and the crying aspect of it. Oh, okay. I think. um, And that's the same for the psychic type. Because there was was this whole thing about um, each of the starters represented, like, a different form of the arts, which obviously Britain is so famous for. Oh, okay. So Grookey was, like, musicians and music. Scorbunny was, like, sports and athletics, because obviously football is a major thing over here. Yeah. And um, Sobble was, like, theatre. And acting, okay. of like the, I get it, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's kind of like where the psychic was, I think it came from, was, because that's yeah. quite an empathic, emotionally stimulating sort of thing. But this is all, of course, just theory, and you know what fans yeah. are like for making theories. Oh, yes, it's very crazy all over the internet, but that is a really good theory, to be honest. Mm. There's lots out there, but I guess we'll find out in two weeks. I'm so excited. Oh, yes. Uh, when did you first get into Pokemon? It was actually a friend that introduced me to it. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. It was during Generation 4. Oh, good gen, good gen. 
Oh yeah, I love that. I love that, Jen. So do I. It gets a lot of shtick, but it was I... it one of the hardest. It was one of the hardest gens I was just got introduced to. So true. I mean, oh, okay. Throwback to all the OGs out there, like playing Generation One before they like sorted out all of the type matchups properly and everything, yeah. and the stats because back in like Generations One and no, yeah, in Generations One. Um, there was no separate special attack and special defense stats. It was yeah. all just special. Ah, so, so yeah, that was the problem. Mm-hmm. And like psychic had barely any weaknesses. Dragon only had like one move, which was Dragon Rage, which only does like forty HP. Forty HP. So yeah, back then it was they were great. They were really challenging back then. Um, especially Pokemon Yellow, which I started with, and obviously Brock is the first leader, and electric attacks have no effect on ground. Sorry, I'm taking a walk down memory lane here, oh, people. Yeah. Um <laughs> No, that is good actually. Yeah, I know. I like like they did a they did the same thing with it's really hard in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, but like you mm. can catch all these Pokemon. You can catch a Bulbasaur in Viridian. Yes. Forest, they allow so a lot more flexibility for you in that. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing with the Let's Go games. Did you find them too easy? Because a lot of people were saying that they were kind of just easy to breeze through and walk through. Uh, yeah, no. Like with the catching aspect, it was way too easy. Oh, I didn't like the catching aspect. It was of like it. way too aspect. It was way too easy just just like throwing a Pokeball and like let's go Pikachu. Yeah. But like to make the battles a bit more simpler. I think that was a good idea just to introduce like new fans or like to not introduce items and abilities. Yes. I mean, mm, it's more like a simpler Pokemon game. Kind of. They kind of like merged the games with Pokemon Go. It was essentially more developed Pokemon yeah. Go. And it was lovely to see the Kanto region redesigned because that's obviously the original region from Generation 1. I think the last time it was redesigned was in Generation 4 with Pokemon Heart, Heart Gold and Soul, Soul Silver. Silver. Yes. Excellent trivia. Um, but yeah, that I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. I didn't like the catching aspect of it. Um, it, it abilities and everything and natures. Oh no, they had natures in. I think. They, did they? I, think I don't so. Don't think they did. They mm. definitely didn't have abilities. Item holding. That's it. Item holding. They definitely didn't have. Um, I I can't. I was okay with that. I got on with that. Yeah. I enjoyed that you could get every single Pokemon out to walk behind you or better yet ride because I loved like riding a Rapidash that was amazing I was like they introduced like and just flying in the sky with like Charizard and Dragonite just having sky encounters it It was beautiful moment okay that part I really like but yeah okay so you got into Pokemon quite kind of later in the game then compared to I think that was like but that's like when I was around 10 like 9 9, like Around that sort of age, okay. so because I'm I'm like born in two thousand, so I'm okay. Not like... Humble brag, I'm a child of 90, 1994. I'm yeah. a little bit older. Okay, so that's fair. Um, okay, but no, Gen Four is a good Gen to start off with because um, we got two new evolutions, and my favourite Pokemon is Eevee. I think it's one of my favourite Pokemon. Do you have a favourite Pokemon at all? <sighs> I really don't. So it's just it's a million a, dollar question, isn't that is it? Just, that's just it. Like, if you ask me when I was in Gen 4, it had to be either between Infernape or Lucario. One of okay. Okay. Because I, I loved Infernape back then. I, I yeah. chose Chimstrom as my starter. Uh, I chose Piplup. 
because I, I don't know why. I just usually I tend to go for the cute. Well, before I used it, did it strategically, like I will be with shield and sword. Um, I always used to go for the one I found the cutest. Ah, okay. So in Gen One, it was usually well, actually Charmander. I thought was cool, so I went for Charmander. Gen Two, Cyndaquil. Gen yeah. Three, Torchic. So I was always kind of like a fire. Chose the fire types. Yeah. Um, but then Gen 4 hit and I was like, Pipple up immediately. Who did I choose for Gen 5? Oshawott. Because I thought Oshawott was cool. And then Gen 6 onwards, I started to kind of like go for strategic, as in uh... what, how I um, conceptualized my ideal team. So for Gen 6, I chose Fennekin, Delphox, really cool. Um, for Gen f- 7, I keep losing track. I went for um, Poplio. Yeah. Um, that- and I love Primarina because I just love that oh, whole yes. design and the typing. No, yeah. I think in my case, so because I did play a few like Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Gen 1, I went Charmander. Yes. Gen 2, it was Cyndaquil. Nice. Gen 3, it was Trico. Oh, Trico was cool. Yeah. He, All of Gen 3's starters would yeah. just tick all my boxes, to be honest. Gen 4, so I went with a Charman. No, Chimcha, sorry. Chimcha. Chimcha. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I when I did a second playthrough, I would went with a Turtwig. Yes. Nice. Gen 5, I went with a Snivy. Because really, because I found Snivy, I found to be really challenging when I did a playthrough with, mostly because stat-wise, I mean, it's got great speed and um, defense, but its attack power is quite yeah. lacking. It was quite lacking, but I managed to do with this with Snivy Same. with Superior's attack and everything. It was tricky. I used used mostly like stat, so I taught it Toxic, obviously, because that loves yeah. defense anyway and chips away at health, and then try to teach it as because that's the thing with the grass stars as well they rarely have diverse move pools it's you can I usually think, give them like yeah. grass and normal and maybe a poison see that, attack see that's, that's the thing it. yeah that's the thing so in gen 6 i actually firstly i chose oh i can't remember the grass star. chespin 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 and it went all the way to chestnut and it had really bad defense yeah it had really bad defense so i found right because a lot of people went with uh, uh Froakie. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and I was like, I don't know what they see, but like, I now see it's really strong. It's got good speed got, and good, decent attack start. But when I went on my second playthrough, I chose Fennekin. Yeah. I had to choose Fennekin. And then uh, in Pokemon Sun and Moon, I went with uh, uh, Vowlet. Rowlet. Oh, there's a Decidueye. Decidueye, yeah, no. But yeah, no, I found that it it's no it's normally gone fire. Normally either with a fire or grass type. I've never somehow chosen a water type. Because you do get people that are like, oh, I'm choosing the water star because that's what I always choose. And I mean that's fine and everything, but I that's not how my methodology works, really. Yeah. As I say, to begin with, I chose the one that I thought was either the cutest or the coolest or both. Yeah. As I say, the past three generations, I've chosen the one that I feel is... As I say, I look at what the Pokedex is and what Pokemon are going to be in it, and then I could build a team around that. So for Shield and Sword, of the Pokemon released so far, I'm going to have a team of Gardevoir and Gallade, because I love those two. Oh, yeah. Um, They are probably 
amongst my top 10 Pokemon, along with Eevee and the Evolutions. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick an Evolution in there somewhere. And Togekiss, just because I love it. See, I've gone for... Togekiss. Yeah, yeah no. kind of like the cute ones. I might... See, I don't know about... Cor- I might go with Corviknight. I want to try out some Yeah, that Pokemon. looks cool. Well, that's the thing. I need, Depending on what new Pokemon are released as well, I might yeah. have to do some rethinking of my um, squad. See, so we, so the next Pokemon here, we've got like Wooloo here. Oh, the precious that, baby of um, Gen, Gen 8. Oh my goodness. Because the internet went mad when Wooloo came yeah. out and the fan art was out there immediately of, and everyone just wanted to hug it and own one. So the moment they release a plushie of that, oh, it's yeah. going to be lit. Oh yes, that would be the most amazing thing ever. Adorbs. Oh my god, what type of it, what type of one do you think it'll evolve into? Because it, I I don't know, electric or ground type. If it will evolve. If it will evolve. Assuming it'll evolve. Assuming it will evolve. I think it will, to be honest. In like only have one evolution, that's what I'm guessing. Maybe. I mean I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, I do you think they do electric again? Because they did that with Marip before. Yeah. So it might be like repeating. Or it could be it could be ground, or I can see it becoming a grass type as well. A grass, yeah, I get that. Some flowers growing on its little yeah. woolly body, or something, no, just yeah. to make it even more cute. Yeah, okay. Hmm. But we'll see. These are all theories, people. Please don't shout at us whilst we're talking about it. Uh, so Yamper, I'm hyped for because, of course, they had to introduce a corgi Pokemon because it's based on the UK. Yes. Um. Totally adorbs again. If there's a plushie that comes out of it, oh yes, I'm absolutely gonna want to buy one hundred thousand of them and put them all in my room. See, this is the thing. I don't know if they're doing all these um a, a plushies in the new Pokemon Center. Do you think that would um lengthen the time that it's open for then? Because it's yeah, it closes on the day that the games are, re- are released, isn't it? It closes on the day unless they've got a load of um, extra stock and they're gonna just refill the store for that one last day on the 15th and it's going to have like plushies and stuff Ooh, oh that's a, that's a that's thing. a big thing that's, that's, <laughs> that's a very big theory but it could be possible because of how very popular it is oh yeah i think they could have got more stock they could have got a load more stock just to top it up a bit really because if you look judging from the video that you showed me and there's still two weeks to go Oh yeah, you know. See, they close at four o'clock, four or five o'clock after after everyone's gone. Oh, right. After all the queues. So what time do they open then? Ten o'clock. Ten, okay, when so all it's the open stores, for six so, hours. So yeah, when all the stores open, all stores open at ten o'clock, except on Sunday, which is twelve o'clock. I don't know how I feel about their marketing scheme because that's quite <laughs> okay. I mean, they're playing it smart because they obviously know that people are going to rush to get in and spend their money there. I would have been one of them if I could afford it, but student life in it, sadly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so we touched upon, like, type favouritism earlier. Do you have a favourite type at all? Like, if you were going to be a gym leader in-universe, what type would you want to be gym leader See, there's of? A, there's a lot of types. <laughs> I mean, fire, maybe. Mm-hmm. Fire, um, maybe dragon, or mm-hmm. maybe fairy. Ooh, fairy is good. I'd like... You see, my choices are either fa- fairy, psychic, or ice type. Okay. Because I feel that ice type is horribly 
underrated and it has a lot of type weaknesses. I wish they'd balanced that out a bit more. Actually, no, it is quite strong against a lot of things as well. I mean, it's strong against dragon types, which only which before was the only weak was one of the only two weaknesses. Yeah, besides from dragon itself, but learning dragon moves was like nearly impossible, especially in the earlier games. Yeah, and so I get I get why it, it has a lot of weaknesses. I think it will like start. I think when it starts to introduce, I don't know. I don't know when they if they're ever going to introduce a new type because I think the last one that introduced it was it was Gen fairy six. and Gen it was six, fairy yeah. and Gen six, and then was it Gen two? Oh, Gen two, they introduced steel and dark type. Steel and dark yeah. types. So yeah, so it was four generations, and mm. we're at Gen eight now. I don't think they are going to introduce a new type because that's... They would I mean, they're at 18 already. I think 18 is a good number. 18 is a good number. Because the question is, what other types would they introduce at this point? Like, sound type? <laughs> no. Nah. Or... I don't know. See, that's the thing. Yeah, you're right. It's just... <laughs> there is no room for a new type, to be honest. No. Hmm... Because I was going to say, like, oh, magic type, but that, they kind of cover that with, like, ghost, fairy, and psychic anyway. Yeah. Um, sound type is the only one that I could imagine being conceivable, because you've got, obviously, um, Jigglypuff and Wigglytuff and Voltorb and Electrode. Um, okay. Like, Noivern and and, and um, Wismer and Loudred and Exploud, but it just okay. seems a bit Yeah, no, because it's very limited at the moment. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so I also wanted to ask you, um, which Pokemon is your favourite legendary? Because there's a lot of them now. Okay. It's difficult to narrow it down, I find. So, before Gen, so like, I would say it's Rashram from Gen 5. Okay, cool. Yeah, I see that. Like, got- it's two, because you have two dragons. You've got like Zekrom, you got Rashram, and then you have QM. And mm. it's really good, like, how they've actually interlinked it into a story. Yes. So before they used to do it like time space, they they just kept on going. I was going to say there's a theme. Isn't there was there? a theme, so it was really good of how they introduced it, how they introduced the dragons, and how they choose the person. It was this whole aspect of yin and yang, wasn't it? And yeah. Reshiram, uh, first of all, a beautiful design, and yeah, conceptually they were amazing because Zekrom's like this is this a, bulky, quite ferocious, cool-looking creature, whereas Reshiram look is uh, white and looks a bit more delicate and yeah. feminine, which was a nice like contrast between the yeah. two. Um, I kind of gutted that we never got to see like the full merged, full merged dragon. Yes, of Reshiram, oh. Zekrom, and Kyurem, because that was a whole like bit of lore. That's storyline. That's but- still out there though. That it could still happen. In a new, maybe a remake. I was going to say, probably about, what, five, ten years' time when they decide to do a remake. We'll have to wait and see. And they want to keep leave us with some secrets. Oh, I know something I wanted to ask you about. So in this, in Shield and Sword, they've got the whole Dynamax concept. Okay. How do you feel about this? Because <laughs> this is the one thing that I'm not on board with about the whole see, games. See, see, I guess it's all right with Dynamax, but like with Gigantamaxing... And there, that. There, there's nothing, there's nothing really too. Spe- I don't see anything too special with Gigantamaxing. I just don't. I don't feel it's necessary. I get that, you know, they've been doing this for twenty odd years now, and they've got to keep 
the game like refreshing and add new things but to it battle wise but here's the thing they got rid of mega evolutions and z moves which i thought was just perfectly fine yeah so did i they were the most i think see gigantamaxing is fusing the two together yeah fusing mega evolutions and z moves together in one move like because you can see like they've got max Max Thunder. Yeah, things like that, which is like... Things from that, that, those moves are like the Z moves. Basically. You can have it over three turns and and you have the form that lasts over three turns as well. But I don't think it's... I think it's like... I think it's good for like max wave battles. It makes a Mm -hmm. a really good battle. I suppose. But like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't say... I would just say it's one of them things where... It's just they're just Pokemon Company are just trying to merge the two together. So just to keep Mega Evolution and Z Crystals yeah. alive, what, but removing them. So that just make it more fairer in the game. I suppose so. I, I don't know. I still, I'm not on board with it. I'm just, it just, it just isn't doing it for me. Mega Evolutions was great because it was, you could only use one per battle. And obviously if you, it, they were made things difficult, but not so difficult that you couldn't win against a Mega Revolution. Z moves was okay. See, I see, didn't uh, hate it, but I wasn't see, confused Z, about it. The so, way I was. Sorry. So what is it? Yeah. So Z moves. Um, you could only use either Z moves or a Mega Evolution. Yeah. Like with a like with Quaza, he like in order you can either use its Mega Evolution. Yes. Or if you give it a Z Crystal, you have to use its Z move. And okay. that's it. So it's either one or the other. And that's what I found really good. And I think with that, I think it kept it very simple. Like, mm. you could win against it. Like, you know, like, I think in the Pokemon anime, it just showed it just showed off, like, a battle against Brock and Kiawe. Yeah. Where they showed oh, a I've mega evolution. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they showed off a mega evolution. So um, uh, Brock's mega Steelix versus Kiawe's Turtonate. That's it. Uh, and then Steelix wins doesn't it Steelix wins because it's a steel ground type and, and Kyoi used a fire type um, Z crystal okay so but in Misty, Misty, versus, and Ash. Misty and Ash Ash wins because it, of the electric type which is doubly electric. strong against Garrett yes yeah. yeah okay actually no it was um, isn't it not dragon water when it mega evolved? No, it's dark and water. Oh, but still, it doesn't. It loses the double. It loses the double, but still, it just shows that Z moves are just as strong. Yeah, they balanced each other out. And again, I enjoyed Z moves for what they were. For this, I think they could have added more mega revolutions, just a few more, not a lot. Yeah, because they've only fo- they've mostly focused on generation one in terms of mega revolutions and there's a few of us sprinkled throughout but yeah they could just could have added a few more because i know uh, people are desperate for a mega mega revolution of like flygon and everything i think i think if they just kept on the trend i think it mega evolutions would have just died out and i think i think the reason they this didn't is a very good point. this is the thing because you can't give every eventually was, they'd have to give every single yeah Pokemon a mega so revolution. the thing is the reason why they didn't That's do it point. is because they're gonna Lose the value of the Pokemon. That's, That's why. So this is why they introduced some. This is why they introduced the Alola forms and Gala forms. Which yes, I think I support this. I support that a lot. I love it. It's again. It's a great way of like reintroducing new uh, old Pokemon, but with a new twist to them. Yeah. So what was it? 
Weezing. Galarian, Galarian Weezing. Weezing. I love this design. At first I thought it was like kind of like really derpy, but now I actually really love it. Oh, yes. Um, it's let's weird. see if we can find him. Where is the... Because I feel like it's a nod to Britain's industrial history. Oh, yes. Where um, the pipes at the top of its head double as a top hat as well yeah. as the chimney. And also... Like, Let's take Zigzagoon as well. Yes. Zigzagoon is like a very dark, is a dark type and has its tongue out and all that lot. And it's more like a badger, which obviously Britain has badgers. There's a lot more badgers. Um, we've got Surfetched. Surfetched, yeah. So this is the thing of introducing Galarian from evolutions. Yes. So because even Zigzagoon has an evolution, Obstagoon. I don't know. I don't know. Does it? I don't know about this because it's like very weird. I don't know if they're going to change Pokemon. Some Pokemon is that they have to have a regional evolution. Mm. So I was thinking like Pokemon that would introduce in Gen 4, like Electivire, uh, Magmortar, yeah. Totekiss, all those sort of Pokemon. I don't know if they're going to introduce them, change them into Sinnoh evolution. Pokemon. Okay, that might be a good shout. Like hmm. how they're doing it with Surfet, Surfetch and Obstagoon. Is a really good idea. Yes. It's specifications within the Galar region that allow them to change into these forms. Yeah. Which, again, I support. I'm here for it. So long as they do it right and don't go too mad with it. Yeah. Galarian Ponita is everything. Oh, yeah. It's like a cute little My Little Pony and I absolutely want one. Oh, my goodness. IRL. Because I know for a long time people were like, oh, they have to do a mega revolution of Rapidash and give it wings and a unicorn horn and make it either like a fire and flying type or a fire and fairy type. So I'm hoping that the evolution of um, Galarian Ponyta, Galarian Rapidash will be like psychic and fairy type. Yeah, because it's psychic. I think it's pure psychic at the moment. Mm. Is it? Yeah, it's pure yeah, psychic. Yeah, it's pure psychic. But it's got like the colour scheme and the pastel colours that see, are I, suitable for a fairy type. See, I thought it was actually just a fairy type. When I first saw it, I did. And I was like, after I stopped quaking with excitement, I checked out the details and I was like, okay, psychic, that's not what I would have gone for, but okay. But I think, yeah, I could see it evolving into a psychic fairy type. I hope so. Because when, um, of the um, Alolan forms, I wasn't on board with all of them, but the one that finally won the idea of having regional variants for me was Alolan Vulpix. First of all, so cute. Oh, yes. And then Alolan Ninetales, which ice and fairy type. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh I, yes. I want one in my real life. It's beautiful and I immediately decided that's going to be part of my team when I first saw oh, it. Oh yes, no. I I love the idea. I love the idea of a vol- the Alolan Vulpix and Ninetales, but also Sandshrew as well as well. Really it's cool. Really, it's really cool and it's just so sharp and but it's like a, what was it? It used to be like a ground type. Like, yeah. And it's re- it's not really good against cold, so Mm-mm. But that was, um, and like Vulpix was a fire type, so to do like a 180 and put it, turn it into an ice type, I well, I just thought it was really cool. That's clever, because Pokemon, a lot, like evolution is a big part of it. Yeah. So t- to have like alternative regional variants, it just makes sense. Yeah. Gameplay wise. Um, yeah, I'm fully here for it and I can't wait to see what other forms they yeah. Here's the thing though. I don't know. I think because you I don't they're cutting out all the poke they're cutting out a few Pokemon. Yeah. So I don't know if you will be able to transfer any Alola Pokemon. I would have thought so. I hope so, because I've been saving up some Alolan forms to trade over. Um and I've got 
But, uh, well, we'll see. I I mean, I kind of get why they're having to cut forms out because it's going to be a lot it's to, a like, lot. fit every single one into this game because... Yeah. What number are we currently... Sorry. What number are we currently at for um, Pokemon? Is it, like, 720-something at the moment? We're going up to... Ni- we're almost hitting 1,000 soon. We're on, like, we're going up yeah. to 800. We might hit the 900 mark soon. I think, so. I think we could hit the 900 mark with this game depending on how many new Pokemon they introduce. But that's just in number. That's not including uh-huh. ver- um, yeah. different forms and gender different forms as well which so are in the game apparently there was a rumor that it was going to be there was going to be a lot more pokemon than the previous generations so okay whether that was generate whether that was just referring oh. to generation uh six or seven yeah or actually referring to generations between one and five because they had a lot of pokemon that introduced a lot of pokemon yeah including generation five which included 150 new pokemon yes well, Gen 1 was on 151, wasn't it? Yeah. I think Gen 2 introduced 101 more. So Gen 3 introduced 150 plus. Gen 4, I don't think, introduced that many more. I think it was 100. Something like that. But I think it's like what is got, what's they're, they're trying to do is that... Because it's just like they're, having, they're introducing these ideas so that just they're trying to not fill up the Pokedex, not they're trying to make it so it's just under the thousand mark. Yeah. But make it like last a bit longer. Yeah, I get it. So they're trying to just because it is a lot. It is a lot. And yeah. I know that people esteemed that they're not going to be able to get every single Pokemon. But realistically, maybe on maybe in the future, obviously as game tech develops and gets better, but yeah. to try and balance all of that in one game one small cartridge if you own a switch you'll know what size the cartridges are like See, but i think what they could do and this is what they could do is introduce the dlc they don't need to have a national dex but they should have the ability to have like the new then when you want to do online battles or something like mm. that that you have the ability to transfer pokemon in to your game after that you beat the game after you beat the game okay so like what they did with gen 4 and gen 5 you had to use the power park yes okay? you have to either use the yeah. power park or the pokemon transfer machine but you had to have the pokedex you had to have completed the game you had to meet certain like yeah stretch marks benchmarks even to even yeah. just get them in like what they're doing here they're just transferring them all in which I mean, I get why it's like there's you can't put a benchmark on it, but I think they should just like say, oh, you need to have completed the game, yeah, to be able to get all the Pokemon in yeah. the game. Okay, assuming that doesn't cause the game to crash and burn. Assuming it's yeah, assuming <laughs> it doesn't cause the game to crash and burn all that lot. Yeah, but then then because then it just makes it better, I guess. That, like if it's online play or something, that would be the ultimate game because the thrill of well, that's part of the thrill of the series. Got to catch them all. The collecting aspect of yeah. it is part of the fun of it. So that would be like the ultimate game if they created a game where you can get every single one, and that's yeah, that's the task. But that that's it. And they're using this. They're using Pokemon Home. They said you can use you can interact with Pokemon Go in a home. Pokemon Home. Something like that. Something like that. It's the new storage system, which you can use. Yeah, Pokemon Home. And um, you can go, you go online, you have a look, you just have, you just have all your Pokemon in there. Yeah. 
But then what happens to all the Pokemon that can't get into the game? Because it's it, well, it seems to be like it's anything that you transfer from Pokemon Go. Yeah. And let's go Pikachu and Eevee and from Sun and Moon. It's going to be a one-way process. Yes. What happens to all the Pokemon that don't make it into the game? So that's it. I'm, I'm just thinking, what are they going to do? Are they going to introduce this? Sorry. Uh, they said they'd find a use for them. There would be a way to... There would be a point to transferring them all through. Let's see. This is um, on the Cerebi page, so head on over there if you haven't already to check out what we're talking about. It says, Pokemon Home is the new Pokemon storage solution introduced in 2020 and intended to pave the way forward with Pokemon connectivity for future games. It is releasing on Nintendo Switch iOS and Android devices. Pokemon Home is a cloud-based system that allows players to connect with all Pokemon games. This includes the Nintendo 3DS games through Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, and Pokemon Shield and Sword, allowing for players to store all their Pokemon in one place. So yeah, it's... Mm, I'm curious now. Uh, let's have a look what we've got. Pokemon Sleep, okay. Pokemon Sleep is a unique title for mobile devices. Um, Pokemon Sleep aims to turn sleep into entertainment by having the player's sleep duration and wake-up time affect the gameplay. Further details are unknown. The game does, however, connect with a new device, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. This device is similar to the Pokemon Go Plus in that it works in exactly the same as Pokemon Go Plus and Pokemon Go, but when tied to Pokemon Sleep, it will be able to detect the player's sleep patterns and use them for the game. So it's encouraging me to sleep, basically, which I'm yeah. all for. That one, see, so it Pokemon <laughs> encouraging to sleep. That is a good thing. But see, I don't know how they're going to tie it in. It seems quite ambitious. I think what they... And I don't know if this might be a thing. This is way out there. They're going to try... Maybe introduce a form of trading in Pokemon Home. Maybe. Because they haven't got an iOS, which an iOS and Android, which has got me curious a little mm. bit as to why they got it on there. So are they introducing um, maybe a trading system or are they going to introduce maybe maybe battles on maybe. there as well? That's because maybe battles where you can just have use all your Pokemon, just mm. Pokemon battle. But then you can only attain Pokemon using Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, or in the main series games, to be honest. That's interesting. I'm not sure. Do you know what this is? This is kind of like where I'm getting excited now because they're throwing all these things at us, and there's so much that's still in the dark, and not just with obviously the main games, the main Sword and Shield, but also with this Pokemon Home and Pokemon Sleep. I'm quite excited now because yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, you very recently finished watching the. Pokemon Sun and Moon anime as well. Yes. Now, personally, I've not followed the anime in a while. When I was a kid, it was all I was about. But to me, it's it was never... Once I got into other anime, I stopped considering it as proper anime anime because it didn't yeah. have a continuous storyline okay. per se. It was very much um, episode starts, everything's fine, there's a problem. By the end of the episode, the problem is resolved... Yeah, so I think with Pokemon Sun and Moon, they took a more calmer approach. Yeah. So Pokemon X, Pokemon X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That was that was a very big story, and I was going to say I'm aware that in the late some of the later seasons, I think starting from Black and White onwards, 
they started to have like a bit more of a sense of a recurring continuous storyline throughout episodes. Yeah. Which I fully support. Uh, so yeah, I think it was going on Pokemon X and Y. It was, it was, it was, it was just setting up the scene. To be honest, yeah, setting up the scene, Pokemon, and then they continued it all the way through to Pokemon X, Y, and Z. Okay, all right. And so with that, I think around Pokemon X, Y, and Z time, they introduced Perfect Zygarde. Oh I think yeah, it like was around 100% then. Ten percent, yeah. all that lot, and it was. This was like probably near the end of the anime, so they introduced it, and it was a good. I think it was a good idea that they introduced it all. Yeah, they had like, a build up. They had a whole build up, and they had the whole story how it all linked in, and mm. and they tied up some loose ends. And what was it? A more shipping. I I I just that's my favorite ship ship overall. To be honest. Wait, which one? A more shipping. I don't know which ship that, that is. That is Serena and Ash. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because it's French, isn't it? But yeah, uh, Gen Six is based on France. Okay, I support that. Yeah, I can. I know that there's a lot of Pokemon ships. I mean, my heart kind of sticks with the OG ship of Ash and Misty. Yeah. But as I say, it's been a hot minute since I've sat down and watched it properly. I might give it a go now, knowing that there's a bit more consistency storyline-wise. Yeah. No, I think with Pokemon Sun and Moon, they took a little bit of a break from the yeah. consistency. But like they were doing a few small things. They had the then they introduced the Ultra Beasts. Yes. They introduced the island the island challenges. Yeah. Um, so I think like the island challenges was really good. Yes. And then they linked everything in all together so then they had the alola league and how they used to have it how used to usually when you finish your four island challenges you used to go up to the top of mount lanakina and you do your final trials there but now they have a pokemon league which i think is a a really good idea how they just introduced the law of how the pokemon leagues was inspired. It goes a bit more into that. Yes, we get a bit more into the lore and detail of the Pokemon world. Okay. Yeah, and I love the first thing, how they introduced the Pokemon League. So instead of like it being just battles, one-on-one battles, all that lot, just keep manning it down, it was just a whole big battle royale. Okay, cool. Okay, I can see the appeal in that. So it was a big battle royale. You, used, you had one Pokemon. If your Pokemon had fainted, you're out of the league. Yeah. That's it. And then oh, wow. it, it was left down to 32 participants, I believe, or 16. Okay, so 32 divided by four is going to be eight. Oh, no, if there's four players in each round. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. It's either 32 or 16. It's one of those two. Mm. And so they were... And this is where they were trying, trying to finish up all the loose ends of all the stories so right they had ash versus how ash versus guzma guzma yes guzma had like an overpowering team saying he was much better than everybody else Mm -hmm. and then and then like at the end he uh, what was it his uh galissapod has emergency exit so when they so he used scissor uses u-turn goes back his Pokeball, then he brings out his Glissapod. Yeah. But when his Glissapod got down to a certain HP, using Torcat, by the way, he uses Fire Blast. He uses he goes back to Guzma, and then Scizors gets sent out just immediately. Not like that. It just it goes back like a U turn. Yeah. And Scizors and it would battle. 
because fire blaster is going to be doubly effective. Doubly effective. Against steel type. Yes. So like, it's just like the story and the character. Even though it's not as strong as X and Y or like all the other previous seasons. Yeah. I would say. It's really good of how they just type all the loose ends. The artwork. The artwork was really bad to be honest. They also worked with a much larger cast of characters this time because usually you have Ash and two kind of like sidekick, maybe three sidekick characters. Yeah. Um, And then Team Rocket. But this dealt with kind of like Ash and a whole class full of other trainers, didn't it? Like a classroom full of... So it was basically it was based in a classroom and it's just Ash with, with his classmates. And yes. they're just learning in the Pokemon school. Which I think, to be honest, that was the right approach. Yeah. Because if Ash is to go on a journey, there's four islands. After four islands, what can you do? Basically. There's nothing else to do. Whereas the school's a returning point, so they can... So they can... Somewhere uh, to bounce back to, but go off on a separate adventure. Yeah, so like, they had journey... So they could, you can complete Island Child in Mele Mele Island. Yeah. I like how they introduced all the tasks. So they had a task in Akala Island, a task... Oh my, I can't remember the third island. Um, but, I can't either. I know that in it was, all four of the islands, in their name at some point, pony. is the actual Hawaiian word for the... Colour of the island. So Pony and then finally Pony Island, I believe. Yes, which is purple in Hawaiian, I believe. Yeah, so I think how they did it was like so I think on the third island, under my belief, um Ash just literally was went to the island and yeah. actually did his island trial. He just went Okay. But on the fourth island, at this point he he literally went to the island and went for the grand trial. But at that point okay. there was no island kahuna at all. Because it, the oh. grandfather, so like in the games, you see how um, Hapu, yes, she, she becomes she becomes the island Kahuna. At this point, when she when they arrive at the Pony Island, there isn't the island Kahuna. So mm. I like how they, it's just uh, and Hapu is just trying to become the island Kahuna because of her grandfather. Yes, it so, was they, a, so she gets her own little story arc of self discovery. That's quite cute. That is really I like I like that little bit of how they how she becomes the island Kahuna. Yes. and when she does, she gives Ash the opportunity to take on her grand trial. Okay, that is really good. Which I really found was really good. Yay, fun adventure! But that, um, yeah, yeah. And the last thing I like, like what is it? They had with all these e crystals, like how you have how you have like Happy giving like the grounds, a Hala giving the. Fighting Z, all that lot. They give their yeah. respective types. So I like how in in Happy's Grand Trial, they just gave gave get, gives him the option to choose which Z crystal okay. he wanted. So he picks Steelium Z for Pikachu. Steelium, Steelium for Iron Tail. Oh yeah, of course, Pikachu knows Iron Tail. Yeah, and then oh. they changed up the moves again for Pikachu. So he, they've now instead of Electro Ball. It's Electroweb. Electroweb? Electroweb, yeah. How can Pikachu learn Electroweb? So it's, like a weird, it's a weird thing. But it's basically, it's, yeah. So it's basically the Electro Ball turns into a web. Oh, okay. But, Fair. But yeah, but like... Can't rely on Volt Tackle forever, I suppose. Yeah. No, but on the last, on the very last episode... Um, yes, which aired just... 
don't mean to date this episode, but just today out in Japan. Yeah, out yeah. in Japan today, um, which I believe is November third of November. But um, it was a really good episode. It's like a heartwarming farewell mm. of everything that has happened. Yeah, it tied up the arc. Tied up nicely. The arc, tied the arc, and there's just this nice, nice little scene at the end with Kukui, Burnett, and. Ash, just oh oh yeah because you showed it to me and they have this lovely little sort of family hug moment yeah and it's in that moment i kind of saw it that showed me how different this series seems to have been compared to the rest of it because i haven't been watching it but i have been kind of keeping up with it yeah because i'm i for me it's a nostalgia thing i like to think oh do you know what i reckon i would have stayed into watching it more if Ash actually aged throughout his adventure. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a good thing. And I don't know. That's it. That would have been a really good thing just to show how developed he is. Yeah. But I think I like how the Pokemon company has made a new direction with it. So Ash yeah. is now... Ash is now won the Alola League, he's which the is champion a the really good thing. Doing. Like, this is the first time he's won a league, it, besides the Orange Island. I mean, which, it was... 20 years in the making, you know. <laughs> it was really good that he's finally now won a, a league a league title. But what does he do from there? Could he just go to a uh, gala and just pretend he has no title? Well, yeah, surely it. he has responsibilities yeah. now to so, defend his title. So, so what they've done is that they've... Ha- so instead of just saying, oh, it's now Pokemon Sword and Shield anime, mm. it's now just... It's just been titled Pokemon. Pocket Monsters. Oh, really? Okay. So, well, that that new trailer just showed that they can go to Gala. So he can go. He can go to Gala. Yeah. But it also showed all the all the different uh, starters, right? And all the different regions as well. So he can go to Gala, but at one point he can he can be traveling around all different region, yes. regions. So he can go to Kanto, you know, to Kanto, Johto, Sinnoh. Maybe he could do separate series then, where Ash goes on his own adventures, but then start a new anime with a new protagonist in the Galar region and then eventually they cross over at some point hmm. Ash comes to Galar I think I think that might I don't know about that because I think that's what they're doing at the moment they're gonna go to Galar oh okay my mistake yeah yeah don't worry so basically they're gonna go he's going back to uh, Pallet Town Mm. he's gonna stay where he's gonna stay he's gonna go from Pallet Town to Gallo the Gallo region but with a new person as well yeah on board so he's gonna pick his starter from Pallet Town yes he will then go over to so that's gonna be interesting oh so almost like now that he's a champion he takes on a protege type thing yeah so he takes on more like a protege but he still takes part in all the yeah battles and gym leaders and all that lot yeah Okay, I fully support that because that will give Ash a chance to kind of mature, if not physically in age, just in terms of his character, because he's been 10 for about, as I say, 20 years now. And they've introduced a new, see, so yeah, that's a good thing, they've introduced a new protagonist sort protagonist. of thing. Uh, sort of yeah, thing yeah. yeah. But also, it's just like the way that they're going about it is that they're trying to, introduce, they're trying to just have more characters in the anime, yeah. just trying to make it just a big series, like. It's been going, it's been airing for so long now, and yeah. they just want it to just continue now. They just want to just not like not as ha- long as they can. They just want to continue <laughs> going on it. Well, you're on the longest series, and but just not make it like go about about just going to region to region. Making yeah. it. they're trying to make it interesting in a way, like not 
because they know that it's not just children that watch it. A lot of people watch the local yes. anime. So, As we say, people have grown up with it and will stick with it. So okay. I'm glad, I'm really I'm looking forward to how Pokemon's going to evolve, how the Pokemon anime is just going to evolve into, into this new direction. Yes, I agree. I'll keep an eye on it. I might actually sit down and watch it. Yeah. New Pokemon anime will be airing, I believe, not no, not next week. It's the week after. Yes. So to give everyone time to play the new games... Is it? Yeah, it's releasing after the release of the games. Yeah, it? so we're yeah. releasing after the release of the games. So no spoilers for anyone, really, kind of. Yeah, so it's a really good thing how, they, how they're just going to go and air. Maybe, I mean, maybe it would have been a good idea just to do it before the release date so they have an idea. Yeah. To, it's an opportunity to drop a new Pokemon, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll yeah. have to wait and see. Uh, we're coming kind of towards the end of the podcast now, so I want to ask you quickly. I kind of suggested this to you earlier. Can you name me your favourite Pokemon from each generation? Okay, so generation one. Okay, I'll Dragonite. I'll give you mine first. You know, what, Dragonite or Maybe is that Dragonite? Dragonite. Yeah. Or Pidgeot. Oh, Pidgeot, a good staple in any team. Yeah. Um. See, I'm kind of torn in mind. I want to say either Gengar or Lapras. Because oh, yeah. Lapras is my beautiful little thing that I just want to cuddle and nurture and look after. Yeah. But also Gengar is just so cool. Yeah. I love the design of it. Um, I'm going to go with Gengar, I think. Okay. Gen 2. I've, I've been ke- I haven't really got a favourite one, but Quagsire. Quagsire, Quagsire, is, Quagsire really? has been a really funny... It's been really funny about all the videos I've been watching over the internet. There's something called Queen Quagga. I have no I can't, idea. I can't really go into more detail <laughs> other than that without referencing the YouTube channel. But, no, well, but check it out if you have the spare time to people. Um, Gen 2. See, Kingdra took me ages to get because it was because you have to catch this horsey train it up but once I got it I loved having it in my team but also Scizor is a great battle partner um oh but I love like Ampharas as well I'm gonna go with Kingdra I'm gonna go with my gut for generation two uh generation three Oh, Ludicolo. Ludicolo. <laughs> Ludicolo was a very happy boy was a very it was very funny yes like what was it? Mirror B in Pokemon XD and Colosseum. Uh, Colosseum I can't Dungeons. remember. I'm aware of those games. Yeah. I never had them myself. But that was just sadly. really funny. It was just so lively. <laughs> <laughs> Playing as Maracas. Oh, no. Kind of. That's the idea. It's like based off a Maharachi band singer. Yeah. Uh, mine's Gardevoir. I love it. It's elegant and beautiful. It's this wonderful powerful psychic fairy type and i usually have it on nearly every main team that i have in reason um yeah love it i also love absol and altaria in that gen ah. uh, gen four lucario lucario yeah, we kind of touched on this earlier. yeah uh Again, kind of torn between Gallade, Togekiss, and Glaceon. Yeah. Um, oh, also like Electivire as well. Oh, Electivire, yeah, Electivire um, is cool. Electivire and Magmortar. Yeah. Oh, Spiritomb. I oh. love the concept behind Spiritomb. That was just really... That was my first generation. I just love the 
amount of Pokemon. I work. love it all, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, Frostlass and Roserade as well. I love them because they're like really pretty and cute. Garchomp. Really powerful. Garchomp, super cool. Cynthia drove me kind of crazy with it. But no, <laughs> oh, that, yeah. she was a tough champion. That's what she we She is want. one of the strongest champions ever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Gen 5. The gen that's a bit dubious yeah. and divisive amongst fans. Um, Hydragon. Hydragon, really cool design. Um, one of the coolest designs. Um, sorry, I'm trying to think quickly because we are running out of time. Um, oh, I'm going to... See, I've tripped myself up yeah. here. I've got like Haxorus, you've got Golurk, you've got Unpheasant. Oh, uh, Unpheasant's pretty cool. I like the um, colour scheme of it for the male and female variants. I'm going to go with that. Uh, Gen 6. Oh, I... What was it? Gudra. Gudra. Gudra Tyrantrum. Yeah, cute. Oh, Tyrantrum, yes. Aurorus was beautiful. I'm gonna... Oh, I can't pick a starter. Not Delphox. Uh, I think I'm gonna go for... Sylveon. I love oh, an evolution. Sylveon. I forgot Sylveon about that. Yeah, so no. Cute. I love Sylveon. I'm I, if I get the chance, I always will get a Sylveon on oh, my yeah. party. And finally, Gen 7. Oh, that's a load. Uh, oh... Oh, there was, who was it that the donkey Pokemon I've got. oh Mudsdale Mudsdale I always love having one of them on my team <laughs> Mudsdale it was just amazing our chonky horse boy who we, yeah Mudsdale's really cool I like it I like that you get to ride it in Pokemon Sun and Moon uh, oof. so for Generation 7 I'm going with Kamala because I relate to it on an emotional and spiritual level of constantly wanting to be in a state of sleep. Oh, yeah. It has this ability to come at which Comatize. really just comatize, which just keeps in a state of sleep. So, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it can still use moves. It so. can do. Oh, my God, me. That's what I wish I could do. <laughs> Plus, again, it's really cute, which has been my main choosing point for the past few. Um, but that's all we've got time for. I'm sorry to say, dear listeners. But thank you for sitting with us throughout this hour. We hope you've been entertained and you've ag- kind of agreed with what we've said. Or perhaps you have your own arguments. Yes, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for staying with us. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode of Geek Speak. We may do very well do another Pokemon episode in a few weeks' time to discuss what we thought of the new games. Because uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot to unpack there. But it will probably be... Um, shield and sword exclusively focused we'll see but thank you for staying with us and see you next time bye bye